to Just Us Thinking. I am your host, Michael. And I am your co-host, Rebecca. Hi, everybody. I'm Mikey. All right. We're all here again. We are, yes. We're doing the Pew Pew Show. The Pew Pew Show. We just attended over in uh, Council Bluffs. All right. Where was it at? That fair? Yeah, West Fair Amphitheater. All right. Uh, and then before we really get into the show, I wanted to go over our uh, not-so-random topic today. Yeah, it's not too random, is it? No. So <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, the United States Supreme Court finally, after 14 years, made a ruling on the Second Amendment. What kind of ruling did they make? So originally, it was always said that while you're in your home, you have the right to defend yourself and you could keep a gun. Okay. That was kind of the staple for quite a while. And now they just came up and, and said, you know what, you kind of have that right outside of your home too. Which makes sense. It does. Yeah. So it really, really affects, you know, New York, California, and it's a total of total like five or six states. Oh, okay. Um, They're very stringent on their concealed carry and you had to, I don't know, it was, it was kind of crazy. I mean, you had to know the sheriff or know somebody <laughs> and, you you know, pay someone a seat's amount of money to, you know, it, it was just... The state had to get their money some way, right? Well, yeah, and it wasn't even just getting their money. It's like, it was a good old boy, boy system. Is no. Okay. Buddy-buddy kind of, if I know the chief of police, I can get a concealed carry permit because he's going to push it through. Um, but if, you know, I, I needed one and I didn't know the chief of police, I'm screwed. Oh, that kind of sinks. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it kind of just balances out and it really like here in Nebraska doesn't, doesn't really affect us Yeah, because we had, you know, concealed carry and, you know, licenses and stuff here too. And a lot of states are going con- constitutional carry. So they are. Yeah. That's going to be interesting too, to see how people react to that. <laughs> You got to understand that most people that carry a gun, or are the uh, good, they always say "good guy with gun." Uh, I would say a person with a gun mm-hmm. that has no ill intent, they're not going to do anything stupid with that. Uh, yeah, they're, they're not. They're just going to protect themselves. Yeah. And most people that I know carry are a little hesitant to ev- even get into like arguments with other people because it can escalate. And they don't want it to ever get to that position. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I could be a little mouthy if I'm not carrying a gun. Um, and if I'm carrying a gun, I kind of seem to be a little more reserved because I, listen, there's a lot on the line if I'm carrying a gun. Yeah, uh, I've noticed I, that too, yeah. I got a PPO on my side. I got to mind my P's and Q's, you know. Yeah. Because if someone calls the police or some, if I do something stupid and the police are involved or anything like that, and I have one on my hip. Well, guess what? You're going to be a little bit more careful. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to be a more careful. Yeah. So, all right. So the pew pew show. Did you like the pew pew show? I did like it. It was. Uh, it's. I've gone to a few. That's like the second or third or the, like third or fourth that we've gone to. Okay. Um, second time there, and it was was a little scaled back from the first time. Because I think, like, the first time we went, they had three buildings, and this time they only had two. Two so, buildings was enough. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with you, so. <laughs> so, yeah, it was um, pretty interesting, so. All right. So, yeah. and I, I remember when we walked in the gate, we you get you get the hand stamp. Yeah. You go through, <laughs> and uh, 
we bought something right at, right at the gate. You did, right out the bat. <laughs> yeah, that's something I've been looking for for a while. Yeah, those were pretty interesting. I didn't, I've never seen them before, like the little solar panel things that you can charge. Yeah. And then you can charge like your well, whatever with them. Yeah, so they're not, the ones I got there are not, don't have the battery on there. Um, so, and I keep going back and forth. I like the ones with the battery and I like the ones without the battery. Because okay. I could just put that in my window of the car, or if you're camping, you could put that out and charge the cell phone or charge something that has a battery. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about that battery getting exposed or leaking or anything like that. So it's just really a solar panel that has a plug that you can plug something into. Oh, okay. I like that. Now, I also have since then bought a, one with a battery backup. <laughs> he did. Um, almost immediately after I bought it. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I like that. I like that. So I, I, I wanted to have variety. Okay. Um, but we got that from the uh, prepgoget.com guy. We did, yeah. He um, was a pretty interesting character, too. <laughs> yeah, he was. I, well, that's the thing. When you go to a, to a pew-pew show like this, you run into all kinds of people. Oh, yeah. You're, you're not <laughs> – people, people always say, oh, there's one type of person that goes to these pew-pew shows. Yeah. Nope. There's not. Nope. There's, uh, it, you people think, think, well, it's not a diverse crowd. It really is. It is, yeah. I mean, how many women did you see there? I saw quite a few women. A lot oh, of guys. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're white, black, Asian, whatever descent you're from, you can see that there, everybody's there. Yeah. And everybody has this, uh, you know, the, the camaraderie, com, camaraderie, is that the right word for that? I, <laughs> I think so, yeah. I have a hard time saying that for I know, a second. I think we know what you're trying to say, you know, or what you mean. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, I mean, everybody's really nice. Yeah, you know, I mean, I didn't run into really anybody that was really that mean or aggressive or anything, so nope. it was... Yeah, there's never, I, I've never, in my history of going to pew-pew shows, have never ran into someone aggressive yeah now i've ran into people where i'm trying to make if i've tried to make a deal i might you know they rub me wrong or i rub them wrong or something that's going to happen no matter what you're at um and and that kind of happened here there was one guy that kind of rubbed me wrong it did yeah um so i went (laughs) and i ended up getting something from a from someone else competitor yeah. yeah so but no the the prep the prep and go is uh his website or his email is uh, or no, this is a website, isn't it? It's his website. Yeah. com. Yep. I like the guy. The guy seemed pretty good. Yeah, he was. He was good. He, like I said, he was an interesting character for sure. <laughs> I, I, I love interesting characters. They're they're not just you know roll them out and carbon copy. Yeah. He had a personality. And yeah. Fun to talk to. Oh yeah, he was pretty fun to talk to too. So, so. it was kind of between seeing you and interact with. You know, a lot of the vendors, it was... Yeah, well, and Chad went with us. Right. So, uh, so and we were all interacting, so it's kind of cool, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah, I, I kind of like that guy. So, now, here's the thing. People think you go to a pew-pew show, and all you're going to find is the pew-pews. Nope, that's not exactly true, so... No, there's, there's tons of survival gear. Oh, yeah. Backpacks, vests. Um, I think we even saw some, like, medical packs that you oh, could yeah. buy, so... And yep. they had, like, all different types of things in them. They had, like, one who had, like, a tooth puller. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Some of that stuff comes from, a lot of stuff of that is antique stuff. Yeah. So they came from, like, you know, world wars or, you know, other other eras that, you know, Wild West, stuff like that. Some mm-hmm. of that stuff just kind of, you know, fed into it. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. First aid kits are crazy. Backpacks, you know. They have burn kits, like dressings for burns oh, yeah. and stuff. They had, like, a couple tables, I think, like that. So Yeah, isn't that pretty cool? So, yeah, survival gear is kind of one of the staples there. Yeah. Um, you're always going to run into it. It's. I'm really glad I got the solar panels. I like those. those they're small. Cool. They're, they're compact. <laughs> yeah. Can you, I mean, can you imagine just being out and just say, yeah, I need my, my, I could sit outside in the backyard where if I don't have a plug or, you know, I could plug that, you know, sit that on the table, plug in my cell phone and I don't have to worry about my cell phone going dead. That is true. Yeah. So I I like it. It has, it's pretty versatile. So, all right. And then what else did you like there? I guess you also got to sample some honey, didn't you? Oh, love my honey. <laughs> you do. And I found one of my favorite things is like free dry, freeze-dried Starburst. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, and that's <laughs> that's the other thing that you're going to see. And it goes along with the survival stuff as well. Yeah. You have a lot of the, well, honey, honey the reason honey is a kind of a survival food is, and I'm not, uh, I, I've been told, I've never actually tested it myself, mm-hmm. honey doesn't go bad. Oh, okay. It's antibacterial. I've heard that too. So it's really good for dressing wounds. Oh, okay. So a lot of times you could put that on a wound and it will, it puts it a coat and then you bandage it. Ooh. And you could, you know, it will, it, it, it's, it's supposed to have healing properties there. That's kind of interesting. So it tastes really good. Yeah. You have a lot of the freeze-dried fruit, mm-hmm. so your Starburst, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you don't see them too much anymore. I'm really, really upset. No beef jerky. Yeah, my beef jerky guy. <laughs> I remember as a kid going, I used to love to go to PPU shows. Yeah. Beef jerky. Oh, yeah. You could, and, and there was these, these vendors that would have every type of beef jerky you could think of. Alligator, mm-hmm. deer jerky, mm. bison. All, every kind of jerky you could think of, they were there. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed there wasn't any there. They're, they're, they're not there anymore. Yeah. The beef jerky guys have left, uh, I want to say over a decade ago. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, we went to that other one at the old mall in Council Bluffs and they had them there. There was one guy, he had a few of them. Yeah. You're likely, you're more likely to see the beef jerky at the farmer's market than you at the PPU show anymore. Or craft shows, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but no, the, um, and the honey guy was, uh, Dundee Bee Honey. And he's out of Red Oak, Iowa, which is just on the other side of Council Bluffs, right? Yeah, not too far from Omaha, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's within driving distance. Yeah. And I think you can find him on Facebook at Dundee Bee Honey. Yep, so, and those guys were a hoot too, weren't they? <laughs> they were, well, yeah. What did they have on their table that was kind of cool? Didn't they have, like, bones or something? Uh, they had a bunch of, like, skull, like, yeah. holders and stuff like that. That was awesome, <laughs> wasn't it? I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know me, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, honey honey's a, honey seems to be, like, the staple now that's going to it. Mm-hmm. I think the beef jerky guy is handed off to the honey guys and said, take over for mm-hmm. us, and. I'm I, I I'm as mad as mad as I am the beef jerky is going. I'm really happy the honey guys are there because yeah. I love honey. I'd rather have beef jerky. 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, we get them to combine and get honey-dipped beef jerky. Oh, man. What do you mean? Uh, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm going to have to try that. You can try that. If I it mean... tastes good, I've got a market for some people. <laughs> no, but the Dundee Bee Honey guys, I really like. And uh, they're, we're having, we have their business card, and the guy's wearing a kilt. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> you, you know me and my kilts. I love my kilts. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, looks like they have an alternate sales location in Bellevue. Oh, did you okay. know that? I did not, know. Yeah, that's uh, 2210 Camp Brewster Road, Bellevue, Nebraska. Hmm. Huh. Now that I know they're there, I might uh, kind of swing out there, too. We're that's always kind going of interesting. Over to Bellevue. I didn't know they had that there. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, but but you got your freeze dried, so you're good there. Yeah, and so, I found Starburst. I haven't found Starburst yet, so I was really happy about that. Well, we find those at the craft fairs, but yeah, I haven't. I've found I haven't found Starburst at any craft fairs yet, though. Oh, they were doing the Skittles at the craft yeah. fairs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. So yeah, yeah. that's um, maybe did you get you should have gotten a card and you should have reached out to them and seen if you get more. I should have. Yeah. Right. I know there's a couple people I have on Facebook too that do it. So. I was going to try to hit up a craft show here or there. Here. Okay. A couple craft shows here or there. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, I'm good with that. So, And now Mikey didn't go with us, did he? Um, he didn't, no. That's because he was busy working the firework tent. Yes, I was. So. In the rain. <laughs> we were dealing with PPUs and you were different, dealing with a different type of PPU. Yes. Uh, more bang, bang, right? Bang, bang, bang. All right. <laughs> so. Yeah, Mike, uh, Mikey missed it. Yeah. So I don't me, think me he and, was too disappointed, but <laughs> No, and me and me and Chad had had a blast there. Yeah, you guys did trying to find matching pews. <laughs> we did. We found them. You did. So Now, the other thing that I noticed that was really abundant at a pew. See, everybody thinks it's all pews, right? No. Yeah. The survival gear was crazy. The food, I mean, there was a couple pieces with popcorn. Yeah. And stuff like that. So you go, it, uh, generally they could have like, some of them have hot dogs and stuff like that. Nachos. Yeah, the concession stands. Yeah, the little concession stands. Yeah. So, and people go for the concession stands too. So, you know, but there's also a lot of uh, the training stuff. Yeah, we found quite a few little interesting training stuff too that I was, I'm surprised you didn't get. Well, I don't, I, I don't know. Why I didn't get it, I, I guess I was really just kind of looking around. I, I I set out to not really buy anything, <laughs> um, and then of course I walk in the game and buy something right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and then I told myself, well, I'm not going to really buy anything. And then Chad's like, "You want to get matching QQs?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I can't say no to that." I mean, <laughs> really, I think can't. you guys found one that you really liked, so yeah. We did. We it, it, we actually bought a shotgun. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so it's not like people think, oh, I guess that's the, the what people think that are kind of different there. It's not just, people don't just go buy guns and then, like, they're all guns under the radar and, and all this. That doesn't happen. Right. But there's a lot of, like, training material. There's a lot of the, you know, memorabilia that go, that gets done through all this, all this stuff here. Yeah, I um, think there was even like a book author that was there, wasn't there? There was, and he did, uh, I guess he was the guy that did, like, I guess there was a case here in Omaha. Yeah. Um, that was like mobster related. Yeah. And he wrote a book. So he was, he was selling his book, doing book signing and doing stuff like that. But there's also like the training gear. So there's a lot of, 
like books on first aid, books on survival. There's a the the laser um, targeting system. Oh yeah, that that's was, what we tried. That was really cool. <laughs> um, and it's basically you put a little uh, laser in a a real pew pew, and you could practice with it. Yeah. And you don't disturb you don't disturb your neighbors, and it you're not you know spending a lot of money on ammo. Yeah, and it had really cool side of, um, sound effects too. It did it. it you know, <laughs> so can you do the pew pew noise? Probably not. No. No. Mikey, yeah. can you do a pew pew noise? No. No. Okay. Yeah. We need we need Chad here. Where's this sound <laughs> right? effects guy? Oh my goodness! So no, there's a lot of like supplies and training stuff that you get there, um, and not even really gun related. You know? Yeah, there was a lot of non gun related stuff. So well, it, now we keep. I keep saying we we didn't really want to buy too much. We were just going to look. The first thing we bought was the survival stuff. Mm-hmm. And the second thing we bought was the tasers. Oh, yeah, that's right. You bought the taser pens. Yeah, a little pain pen. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's basically a little, it looks like a little uh, ink pen. Right. And you flip it on and you could shock the crap out of someone mm-hmm. if they get too mouthy to you. Yes, you can. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I mean, that was pretty... Pretty good. Now they had all kinds of other stuff there. There was like tons of knives. Yeah. Always, always tons of knives. Definitely always. Knives are always a given to at any of those shows. And some of them are handcrafted knives. So they're, some of them are even made out of, you know, railroad ties. So they're kind of all over the place there. So and some of them are like knives out of railroad ties. Oh, yeah. Um, custom stuff that you know blacksmiths work on yeah we saw a lot of custom stuff so oh yeah there's yeah. always some custom stuff there so um i want to say what are those things that you like i know they put a lot of the girls to put on their knuckles and you would like if someone tries to rob you or i don't even know what those are called but those are yeah, I can't remember what those are now, too. I was just They're, thinking about that. The little, they look like the, like cats almost. Yeah, cats and dogs is what yeah. they're formed. Um, they're, essentially, they're like mini brass knuckles is what they are. Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So, but, but tasers and flashlights. Oh, my gosh. The flashlights that you go in these places. <laughs> and some of them are bright. Oh, yeah. there was. Um, you tested quite a few of them out, yep. and there was... A lot of them were really bright, especially the severe survival guys one. Yep, and then the lasers. Remember the lasers? The, the um, remember I shined it across the room. Yep, uh, you could see it clear as day on the other side. I would see any professor, you know, in a class would would want one of those. Yeah, the, they would be nice for someone to have. So. Yeah, I, I had one of those when I was uh, teaching. You know, uh, when I was a a, a trainer. Oh, okay. And I'd have a class, and I would, you know, I would, I use one of those all the time. Yeah, it was wonderful because you got a big old screen projector, <laughs> and you you could point at what you want them to see. So I, I love that. That was awesome. Yeah. What was one of the most unique things that you saw there? Uh, the thing that I could not uh, talk you into letting me buy. Which one was that? The flamethrower. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no flamethrower. They had one that could mount on the bottom <laughs> of an AR. They had a picnic rail where you could put it on. I'm sure if you got, 
It, most some of the uh, handguns have a Picony rail. It might even fit on one of those. And they had a handheld <laughs> one. I I really want one. I can't justify <laughs> buying one because they're, you know, like when are you going to really use it? Um, we have bad winters here. And that would make snow removal so much better. <laughs> that's my justification. I know that's not why I'm going to get it. The ice removal. The ice removal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Michael was removing ice, and that's what, and then with a flamethrower, and that's what, that's why his house burned down. Exactly. I could so see that happening yeah, with you. Yeah, no. I, I, that, or but, me. <laughs> but did you, I mean, they were awesome looking, weren't they? They were, yeah. They, I think they'd be great to go out and play with every <laughs> once in a while. Just to go out and play with. I mean, that's just kind of what you do. Yeah. But And to see the look on... Ch- Chad, like, walked by it at first. And I was like, you've got to come check this out. And he's like, what? And I was like, right there. And he walked past... I think he looked past it a couple times. And then just when he saw it and he realized what it was, he looked like a kid in a candy store. It was just a priceless look on his face. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to understand that, you know, everybody has their little quirks. I know people that collect shoes. Yeah. I know girls that collect shoes, purses, earrings, jewelry. There's all kinds of stuff that you can collect. Yeah. Um, and as long as you're not hurting anybody else, I don't care what you collect. Exactly. It's... Um, I think it would be kind of fun to play with. It would be one of those things that you pull out every, you know, every few years <laughs> to say, hey, look what I got, buddy. And, you know, you... You shoot it off, but... Or scare the neighbors a little bit, too. <laughs> scare your neighbor, yeah. <laughs> My neighbor, yeah. <laughs> I'll be the neighbor with a flamethrower. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine that call the police? <laughs> yeah, my neighbor's in the front yard again. He's with his flamethrower. Oh, Michael's out there again? We'll be right out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Mikey? You, you think... Would you clear snow with one of those? I mean, I totally would. See? Yeah. It's just a toy. I mean, it, it's. It, I could see that has no practical purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I would. I would totally get that. So okay. So now here's one of the biggest things with the with the pew pew shows. You can't just go there and get a gun and walk out. Yeah, it's not that easy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There's. People think that you're just going to go to a gun show or you're going to go to a pew pew show and you're going to like find, you know, some, I guess, unregistered, you know, criminal gun or, or something like that. Yeah. Or you got to understand that everybody that's, that is selling a pew pew there is licensed to do so. And they're doing it legally. Now, there are a few that you're going to run into that are going to be your mom and pop kind of deals, just your private citizens. Yeah. Um, but there's still things that they look for. Like, even if I were to go buy from someone here in Nebraska, okay. um, if I'm going to go buy something for them or they're going to buy something for me, um, I'm not selling them to them unless they show me a concealed carry permit oh. or a buy permit. I need to see something that says... Yes, you could, you, because that's concealed carry permit means they already went through the background check. Right. So it's not like that for, for a, a pew pew show either. Mm-hmm. There are, there are, you know, you're not just going to be able to walk in there and, you know, find some way of circumventing the system. Yeah. It's, and there it's, are a few loopholes, but not too many. Yeah. It's not just like you go in, hand the cash and you walk away. 
there's steps that you have to go through, right? Right. So, and you were there for the steps, right? I was, So, yeah. what happened for those steps? So, I think first you filled out the form for the background check, right? Uh, we filled out the, the IRS, for, uh, the ATF form. Okay. Um, basically ask you if you're a fugitive for justice. You love that one, don't you? I do, yeah. <laughs> like, like anybody's really good at answer that. Like, uh, Yes. So, you're filling it out. Yes, I'm a fugitive for justice. Yeah. Yes, I've renounced my citizenship. Yes, I'm a, an alien, a illegal alien, you know. Oh, that doesn't have a visa and I shouldn't even be in this country. Yeah. And yes, I've, I have a, a domestic violence restraining order. If you, if you answer those yes or if you don't answer those, if you answer those and you have those, you're not walking out of there with right. one. Right. You're, are you automatically rejected oh, yeah. or they still run the background check? No, no, check? no. They're, it, you fill that on the form. They don't even have to run the background check. Oh, okay. They'll, they look at the form. First thing they do is they look at the form and they're like, um, you're a fugitive for justice. Um, bye. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to lose their license, or they don't want to get they don't want to get in trouble. Oh, that's true. I mean, these are just regular guys just trying to make earn 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 an honest living, really. Yeah. So no, they don't want to do that. And then if you answer all those correctly, and if you lie on that form, it's felony. Okay. So don't so, lie on that form. Yeah, don't lie. <laughs> um, then they do the background check. Okay. And then that background check check can take some time. So mm-hmm. it's and, and here's the thing with the with the time frame, it really depends on how how busy they are, yeah. how many line in the queue you are. So you could literally go in there with somebody. If they're right ahead of you, they might take 15 minutes, but you're waiting 45 because 15 people between you guys are going through the check as well. Oh, okay. You got to think that that's it's not just that one store that's doing it. That's that's a FBI national check. So everybody who's buying and has to call in to do that, they're all calling and they're all going through the same system. It's a funnel right there. Oh, okay. So it's almost like when you know calling a, a company during their busy time. Oh, you yeah. know, you're going to be sitting in the queue. You know, you may call the radio station and you're caller number nine, but now there's a hundred people between you calling and me calling in a matter of minutes, and I'm on hold. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can't... Or you get the busy signal. Right. <laughs> so you can't really, you know, the time frame really doesn't matter that much. Okay. So just kind of get an idea for there. So, and this might go off topic a little bit, so sorry. But, so say if somebody does fill the form out to where they do go and run the background check. Okay. So what if something comes back on the background check that's questionable do they call the authorities or are they just say we won't sell to you how does um, that normally work generally they'll they'll say sorry you're you know, the you are denied the background check okay typically what happens is they don't i mean they're not going to hold you there they're not going to you know hmm. let, let's if you turn out to be a fugitive for justice and you lied on the form mm-hmm. and the background check said yep he's wanted for you know murdering his wife and kids the call they know where you're at okay so whoever that person is on the other line they're going to say well typically they're not going to call and say deny it what they're going to do is if it's you're calling in the fbi okay you killed your wife and kids and you're (laughs) you're at at a a pew pew show and chances are the police will show up lights and sirens if you're wanted okay um so that that person that runs it goes oh and he's here, 
Yeah, local police, uh, Council Bluffs Police Department. Yeah, this is the FBI. There's a guy at the gun show. He's over at the Pew Pew. Um, we're going to call and find out exactly where this booth is. Um, he's a felon. He's wanted. He's a big bad guy. We, you know, and they're going to go pick you up. Okay. That's what's going to probably happen if that happens. Very rarely does it happen because people know. People, yeah. I mean, I'm, if they're smart, they're not going to go try to do well, that. Criminal, but. Criminals are not very smart, <laughs> yeah. but they're not that stupid. Yeah. So, I mean, if I knew, I, if I knew there was something in my background, I'm a murderer and I just got out of prison. If I go in there and I go try to buy a pew pew and they're like, yep, we got to run your check and everything. I'm going to come up with a reason. Oh, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't want to buy it. <laughs> Why am I going to draw attention to myself? Right. I mean, I don't want to go back to... I, at that point, I'm probably not going to want to go back to prison, right? Probably not. <laughs> right. So, you, generally, generally, that doesn't happen. Okay. Because most people aren't going to, you know... And I kind of figured it probably doesn't happen, but... I I'm mean, not going to say it never happens, because I'm sure it has happened in yeah. history. <laughs> so, I'm like... Yeah, I'm sure not. It doesn't happen like once a week or something like that. Maybe, but I was just kind of curious how they would do that. I would be surprised if it happened once a year. Yeah, once a year, maybe <laughs> I okay. can see something like that. But most people are going to find it if, if they're a criminal and they have that. They're going to have their buddy, a buddy of theirs, who okay. doesn't have a record, buy a gun, and then turn around and sell it. That's the loophole that these people are talking about. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's where they think it's a, you know, the, the, the pew pew shows. It really isn't. The, yeah. It just really isn't there. So. Yeah. Cause a lot of, you know, your responsible people aren't going to take that chance. Right. You know, cause I, I know I wouldn't. <laughs> no, most, most people aren't. <laughs> most people aren't going to take that chance. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the buying process at a pew pew show is really not that different than any other place. Yeah, like Cabela's or any of those places, right? Right, right. Yeah. Now, like I said, the only difference is you'll have a few mom and pop people that are like maybe selling a collection or something like that, mm -hmm. and those aren't really even what people are nervous about. You know, being sold at these, they yeah, <laughs> they they think a lot of people that don't are not educated or don't know about this. They think that you're getting all these AR you know, what do they call them? Weapons of mass destruction or assault rifles. And, you know, they put these like fancy names on them, which is not really the case. Most of the mom and pops are going to be selling like an old shotgun or like a hunting rifle. Yeah. That's been passed down from generation to generation. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, but that gets us into the different, you know, the other topics that we're going to talk about. Which is the different types of pew pews. Right. I was just going to ask you about what, like, type, different types that we saw, because I can't look at one and see what it is, but, you know, you and Chad could. <laughs> right. So there's a, a whole bunch of different types of, of pew pews. So, okay. um, the, the ones that a lot of people like the AR, the AR platform, ARAK, those get the most attention. Now, are those the semi-automatic ones? Yep, those are okay. semi-autos. Okay. Now, people think, well, these are the these are weapons of war. That's what they say. These should only be for the military and that kind of stuff. 
okay. which is actually not the case. So the military uses uh, rifles that are very similar looking, but the in- internal components are quite a bit different. Oh. They normally have single fire and they have a burst fire. You pull the trigger and it will fire three rounds. Okay. That's burst action is not semi-automatic. All, all the only thing with a semi-automatic is is means you pull the trigger once, the gun fires once. Okay. Pull the trigger again, it fires again. Okay. So every time you pull it, you all you have to do to fire that or shoot that is pull a trigger. Okay. And you can do it until you run out of ammo. That's a semi-automatic. Okay. So people don't understand what a semi-automatic is. So that's most of your handguns are going to be semi-automatic. Your revolvers are semi-automatic. Did you know that? I didn't, know. Yeah, so again, the, the, the principle is you pull the trigger once, it auto-loads the next round, you pull the trigger, it shoots. Ooh. Pull the trigger, it shoots. Okay. A revolver has a cylinder that when you pull the trigger, it shoots, turns the, signal, the cylinder, and it lines up your next bullet. You shoot, turns the cylinder, fires the next bullet. And AR does the same thing. Okay. It's not a M16 or a fully automatic weapon. Fully automatic weapons are illegal unless you have a special permit or a, you know, special, or you have to go, you have to jump through hoops to even (laughs) think about getting that. The normal, normal everyday person will not have one of those. Okay. That's good to know. Now, semi-automatics are pretty common in pretty much for, for example, if they ban, if they if they decide they want to ban semi-automatics, you're banning probably about ninety to ninety-five percent of firearms on the market. That's a big number there. It's, it's wow. huge because almost revolvers, almost all modern-day weapons are semi-automatic. Okay. So that that gets us into the uh, the bolt action. Okay. So, a bolt action are generally rifles. Okay. So, that means you pull the trigger, mm-hmm. and then it'll fire. You have to operate a bolt on it. You eject the round by pulling the bolt back. Okay. You slide the back the bolt back in. Sometimes it will auto-load. You'll load it there. Sometimes you have to pull it back, and you have to put the bullet in there, and then close the bolt. You lock the bolt. You can fire again. It's not a semi-automatic because it requires another action for you to do. Okay. Pulling the trigger doesn't just automatically make it ready to fire again. Okay. You have to manipulate a bolt to do it. And that's like the little like handle on the side, right? Yep. Okay. Most of your most of your uh, hunting rifles will have that. Oh, okay. A lot of the a lot of the older rifles will have some of that too. Okay. Um, then you have the lever action. That's actually one of my favorites. They're also called the cowboy gun. Okay. And those are with the handles like you pull down, right? Correct. That's Eleanor. Okay. So um, I, I was looking for Eleanor for quite a while. <laughs> you I were. have her. She is a lever action 357-38. Okay. Again, you pull the trigger. You have to operate the lever to eject the round and then load the round. Then you can pull the trigger. Not a semi-automatic. It's lever action. Okay. And then you have the, uh, what's next on my list, uh, single action. Okay. So single action means you have to, you fire the gun, 
most of your single actions are going to be your revolvers. So uh, I want to say your peacekeepers or your yeah your peacemakers. Okay. Um, the, think of the gun that uh, Wild Bill Hickok carried. Um, Wild Bill or Wild Bill Cody carried one, I think, at one time oh, too. Interesting. Um, Wyatt Earp. Okay. <laughs> um, the, basically, you pull the trigger and you have to cock the hammer back. And then you can pull the trigger again. And those are the single action ones? Those are called single action. Okay. Um, the, you can get the, the new ones that are like the 22, the 22 Wrangler or a few of the, they look like revolvers, um, but they don't turn the sig- the cylinder when you pull the trigger. Oh, okay. So they're a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of what you're looking for as far as, Kind of modern, and then you could go completely a different round and black powder. And these are kind of your like favorites that you kind of like. You collect like the replicas, right? I, I like the replica, okay. um, the Colt Walker, um, the eighteen fifty one Colt Navy. Um, the there's a bunch of black. We call them cap and ball. Um, so the ones I carry, I, I collect. Um, I can't carry them. I you, you I don't, I'd never carry a black powder. <laughs> yeah. um, the collectibles that I do are the cap and ball. Okay. Which means you have to load the ball, load the powder, load the ball, and then you put a cap on the back, and then the cap will, when the hammer hits the cap, it ignites it, and the it, it fires. Okay. Um, in black powder, you have. Um, breech loading sh- rifles where you have to use this stick and you know shove it down there okay. and then you have to you know some of them have primers flint lock um so they have flint locks the old you know i want to say uh what davy crockett era oh. they have this little <laughs> thing that they pull back and they have to have like gunpowder on the outside of it and then it's a, it's a flint lock. So it basically strikes and makes a flame, hits the pan, lights the gun gunpowder, mm-hmm. goes in there, and then will ignite. Oh, okay. <laughs> which, if anything gets wet, there, th- those are actually one of the kind of more of the dangerous ones. Yeah. So th- th- those are the kind. So you have a bunch of you know black powder that had different you know ways of of doing that. So. Black powder is kind of old and, you know, but, but some people still like to shoot it. Some people, it, it's fun to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, you have to know what you're doing with black powder. <laughs> yeah. Do not, do not play with black powder if you don't know what you're doing. Okay. So. So that would be me. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you were ever to shoot any of our black powder, <laughs> I will have to load it. There's like scales and stuff that you have to do. So it's, it's a, it's really a precision kind of deal to go there. Okay. It's kind of crazy. So hmm. interesting. Yeah. So, you know, but most of the people, most of the, the pew pews that people think that are scary, they just don't exist. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of, uh, kind of what, what we deal with there, right? Yeah, that was a pretty good run down there. Yeah. So now there was one other guy that we ran into at the uh, at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe his name was Mark Folks. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's a United States uh, Marine Corps veteran. We always like to support our veterans. Love the people who support our country. I love the people who fought for this country. Mm-hmm. So I'm always, always giving them a shout out. Yeah. Um, and I noticed they actually had a booth there. Like they had t-shirts and different different memorabilia 
you know, to support the veterans. So that was nice, too, that they have those at these shows. Right. And, and they do that a lot, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, but this guy was a gunsmith. Oh, okay. Um, I believe his, is, do we have his address or? Um, just his email address. So it's uh, leatherneck.gun. Dot, dot. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> leatherneck.gun.doctor at gmail.com. <laughs> so he's a gun doctor. Right. He basically is a gunsmith. Correct. Um, very nice guy. He was. He was very nice. I mean, we talked to him for quite a very bit, chill, so very, yeah. very honest, because we were asking a couple of questions from him, and I, I think Chad, Chad was looking for something, or he was asking some questions. He's like, eh, you might be better off instead of just having me do it. Just That's a lot of work. Just that. buy yeah. it. I, I, so I like the honesty that he right. had there. He he struck me as a very upstanding, honest, a real guy. Mm-hmm. Um, really nice to talk to. Um, he's a veteran. He fought for our country. So I'm always going to give a guy like that a shout out. So, and he's out, uh, he's out there in council bluffs too. So, oh, okay. yep. you know, so we, we got far. his card. So, you know, definitely if I have any, especially with black powder, I'm sure, you know, that, that stuff actually needs, you know, some of the, the most, uh, help sometimes. Oh, okay. So if I find it like an old piece that needs, you know, screws or something like that, that might be my guy, you know? Oh, okay. So hope he does, hope he does that, but yeah. yeah. Support your troops, support your veterans. Exactly. So, yep. But no, I think over overall, what do you think? What would you what would you rate it? Like a ten out of ten, or or yeah. a scale of one to ten. One to ten. I would have to say probably an eight. Okay. Yeah. Why an eight? It was. I mean, it wasn't too crowded, but it was like a little crowded. Like the aisles were narrow, <laughs> so yeah. that was a little annoying at sometimes because you have, you know. Three people trying to go two ways. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and you, it was, it didn't rain or Yeah, you get cozy. So, um, I mean, it was pretty fun just to kind of look around and see all the different non-gun stuff, too. So, I mean, because we saw, I mean, I know I saw, like, the one lady with the protection stuff. She had some, like, kitchen stuff. I saw another lady with gold coins, silver coins. So, I mean, oh, it was yeah. just a, you know, a wide variety of stuff. So, I, I do. I, you know, you don't have to be a pew pew guy to go to yeah. see these. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you can go see that, and it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I guess my, what I would tell people is if you, if you've never been, go once. Yeah. I mean, no one's, no one's going to, you know, you, you're not going to go into a pew pew show. And even if you don't like pew pews or anything like that, no one's going to force you to buy one. It's not, it's <laughs> they're, they're not in there saying you you can't leave without buying. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like that. <laughs> it, it's, it, and they're really, like I said, you, I walked by a lot of people and you're like, you're right. It was close. I'm like, and a couple of times there was like, it was crowded. I'm like, can I squeeze by you? Yeah. And, you know, I was squeezing by this lady, and she's like, excuse me, kind of crowded. I'm like, nope, big, big deal. Yeah. And, you know, you just have to be, you're, you're got to be respectful. Yeah. You and say, it was excuse hot me. And outside, it was, you know, muggy, so it kind of didn't help either. So. Well, yeah. And the, <laughs> the weather wasn't that great because yeah. there was a lot of, you know, it's fairground, so there's going to be a lot of, 
you know, dirt and water don't mix yeah. very well, it causes right. mud, and you got to walk <laughs> through mud. That sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. Well, that's an interesting, uh, interesting adventure, correct? It was, yeah. All Especially right. to, you know, having Chad there too was fun to walk around with him and get him his perspective on everything too. So. All right. Well, I think that's going to be our show, isn't it? It is. All right. I think we're uh, on to the next, right? All right. Bye, everybody.